the college football experience, Georgia State Panthers 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get two. Hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is uh, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts, and it is free to download. And right now, we just relaunched the merch store, which you can get all your favorite SGPN gear from. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com uh, and then do me a favor and let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience, Georgia Panthers edition. My name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh, you know, I love some fun belt, sun belt. I love some Georgia State Panther football. I mean, what's not to like about this program? Because this program came out of the nowhere, just started saying, hey, you know what? We're going to play some fucking football. And we are all about that on the college football experience and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. So, uh, we're going to talk some Georgia State football. But first, I got to introduce. The Sunbelt Fun Belt God. Yes. <laughs> I, I knew one. I like it. <laughs> Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making. Tobacco Road living. The free lock giving. Former. Former Hern the Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. How you there doing? We go. I'm doing good, man. Pumped to talk some Sunbelt. You know it's a favorite. Conference of mine, and uh, I think Georgia State. I think that program is looking good, man. I think uh, head coach Sean Elliott has it in a very nice place. So uh, let's just jump right in. Why don't we? I mean, you gotta love what this this program is doing. I mean, hold on, hold on. Let's let's uh, let's kick back and uh, let's go. This is the Georgia State Panthers, baby. Sunbelt Funbelt. Guess what? Back in 2012, they didn't even have a football program. All right. Back in 2000, no football program. They, you know what they, they said? Fuck it. We're playing football. George Mason. What are you doing? This is evidence. This can work. Schools should play more football. Marquette. I challenge you. All right. I could go on and on and on, but I'm not, I'm not, but Georgia state back in 2013, they joined the Sunbelt and guess what? Tough start. 
But look, all good things in life come with work. All right. Oh, and 12 in year one, one and 11 in year two under Trent miles year three, six and seven got went to the first ever bowl game in the, in the third year. Fantastic work there, but things weren't working out with Trent miles. They went two and eight the next year was essentially uh, three and three and nine, but miles was let go after going two and eight. So they had four losing seasons in four years, but they got to a bowl game, bringing in some cash. Then Sean Elliott comes in. No, I'm not talking about the San Antonio Spurs and Arizona Wildcat small forward. I'm talking about Sean Elliott coming in from app state part of Jerry Moore's staff. When they beat Michigan, he was coaching the offensive line. He was at South Carolina as an interim head coach as well. You might know him from that, but Sean Elliott year one, seven and five. They win the cure bowl. Then year two, two and 10. Oh, you thought it was just a one year thing. No, no. Sean, Sean Elliott means fucking business year two. They go seven and six and they make a bowl game. So now they've been to three bowl games. They're one and two in those, but then 2020, they go six and four and they win the lending tree bowl. We know that's prestigious. Uh, And then last year, eight and five, they win the camellia bowl. Me and NC Nick locked up. If you listen to our August episode every year uh, where we go through our locks uh, uh, for win totals on college football teams, which by the way, we were 71% as a collective 44 and 18. So, so subscribe to the college football experience and hopefully you're subscribed on YouTube and you're watching this cause shout out to the graphics team with this awesome artwork for Georgia state. But uh, yeah, eight and five last year, we cashed the over on that. The, the, I think the win total was five and a half. So uh, I think they went seven and five Easy. in the regular season, Easy got money. that thing done, but he's turned so four bowl games, five years, and also three and one in those bowl games. Impressive. Impre- and this is in Atlanta. The potential is there. I mean, they play at the old, the old Atlanta brave stadium. I thought for a second, I was watching one one of their games last year. I thought I thought Dale Murphy cracked a fucking Homer. You know what I mean? (laughs) Is that the uh, crime dog, Fred McGriff? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Love the fact they play there, but let's, let's hop into this man, because I I like what they're doing at uh, down there in Atlanta. And you so look a couple of things. If I can interject, first sure, off, if you sure. are watching on YouTube, I am rocking my George Mason shirt, because if you don't know, I went there, George Mason, take notes. This is how you start a football program. And it's a prime example of, it doesn't take that long to get to a pretty good level. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, Georgia state being in Atlanta, you know, the sky's the limit. Much uh, like Mason could be, I mean, exactly. Mason's like ten minutes outside of Washington D.C. You know they don't even support the Redskins anymore. Dan Snyder, I mean, that thing is a complete disaster. This could, they, you could steal the fucking town if you just invest. That's right, exactly. But going back to Georgia State, yeah, I mean, if you look at Sean Clark's tenure there, he is exactly thirty and thirty overall, and twenty and twenty in conference doesn't sound great, but if you look at it, I mean, what four out of five seasons were winning seasons that, that resulted in a bowl game where he's won, like you said, three out of four. So really 2018's two and 10 record one and seven in conference is really bringing down his overall record, but the guy's doing a great job. And uh, I think they're primed for a pretty nice little season here. 
Yeah, and, and another thing is, I always think they pass the eye test when they play. They should have beat Auburn last year. I know. Yes. If you pull up the schedule, uh, you, from last year, you say, "Oh well, look, they uh, they lost by ten at Auburn." No, Auburn needed a fourth and fifteen to convert that to take the lead. With I'm talking like five minutes left in the fourth, and then uh, I think there was a pick six that made it look like a ten point game. Man, and if I'm not mistaken, there was some very favorable whistles that went uh, Auburn. Oh, way. there was a roughing the passer. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it, they they got the benefit there on on some nonsense. So Georgia State last year, though, uh, almost beat Louisiana too, who won the Sun Belt, only lost by four. And really, like they they passed the eye test for most of the year. The first two weeks, I would say there were some question marks. They were starting the wrong guy. I, I was wrong there. I was wrong because I was big on Cornelius Brown the fourth coming into the season. One of the reasons why I liked Georgia State and I wanted to smash that over. Uh, and it was it was a you know a tale of two halves for the Panthers last year because they really challenged themselves in the out of conference schedule, playing Army, UNC, Auburn, and Charlotte, uh, and just winning one of those. But you're right. Once they brought in Granger at quarterback, you know the offense just clicked, uh, and it also helped that the schedule lightened up big time. And uh, what they won uh, six out of the last seven regular season games. The only loss that close four pointer at Louisiana, who won the Sun Belt, uh, and then they topped it off with a bowl win over uh, Ball State, fifty-one to twenty. That's what I mean. Is they when they, they and they, they they were just a good football team, and they passed the eye test when I watch them. By the way, I mean I mean it wasn't that long ago that Clark uh, knocked off Tennessee and Knoxville on the season yeah, opener. So exactly. or not Clark Elliott. I say I always say Sean. I, I always get Sean Clark and Sean Elliott confused because Sean <laughs> Clark's the App State coach. Sean right. Elliott's the Georgia State coach, but he he made his he, he, and they're both from yeah, App. <laughs> yeah, so I, I always get them confused. Uh, but here we are. Let's hop into and look at and dive into some of what last season was because, uh, I mean, he's 30 and 30 as a head coach, four bowl games, five years. Trent McKnight, the offensive coordinator, he's got his work cut out for him a little, a little bit, a little bit here because they were 68th in scoring offense, eighth in rush offense. Only a former offensive line coach would, would, would just nail that home. <laughs> Now I think this is where he's got his work cut out for him because I think to turn that corner and to think right now, man, Louis, uh, Louisiana loses Billy and April to Florida. The door is open. I know. I know that that's you know the the Sun Belt added teams, but the door is open. That the, the reigning champ is replacing their head coach. They also got hit in the portal a little bit. Um, I'd say the the door is wide open in the West. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I would say the Sun Belt East is a freaking gauntlet. I just saw something today saying it's the best division in the group of five. Uh, yeah, with the additions of ODU, of Marshall, of James Madison, Sun Belt East is tough. And, and you know, and yeah, so, somebody's going to get a much easier path to the Sun Belt Championship from the West. Uh, it's not going to be Georgia State, obviously, because they are in the East. Well, best division in the group of five, the the mountain division of the mountain West might have something to say about that because I didn't say that I was just yeah. repeating what I saw on Twitter. So it must be correct. I'm just saying you, <laughs> Utah state, uh, Boise state, you got Wyoming and air force in there too. Whoo. I sure. don't know. Yeah, they got something to Colorado say. Colorado state. Sure. Yeah. Um, but 
Either way, we love we love Panther football and we're excited for uh for Georgia State, but yeah, I mean, they got to improve passing the ball to me if they're going to be able to to essentially, you know, be a contender in the the Sun Belt this year. They were 119th in pass offense a year ago, 72nd overall. And that, look, Dan, Darren Granger's back at quarterback and he's a senior this year. So he needs this. St- this has to improve. This has to improve. Um, he, I, I like the fact they're bringing back a senior quarterback uh, from the start. I go, okay, I like this. And I can tell you when I look at this whole team, I'll break it down right here. Four of five are back on the offensive line. I love that. Especially knowing that Elliot is an offensive line guru. That was his forte. Um, they also bring back two really good running backs and Tucker Gregg and Jameis Williams. They they combined for 1700 yards uh, a year ago. Both those guys are back behind this Excellent offensive duo. line. Yes. Look, they might not be app stays running backs, but they're probably, they gotta be the, the second best backfield in the Sun Belt. Yeah. You would think um, uh, two or three wideouts are back led by Terrence Dixon. Now they are breaking in a new tight end. I I'm speculating here. It, it should be uh, Aubrey Payne, perhaps. Um, so the offense, I think, will get better. I expect their run. I mean, eighth in rush offense a year ago. I I even think they might duplicate that. And then I expect the pass offense to be better, just with Granger knowing. Remember, Granger wasn't the, the day one starter right. a year ago. So I, I it's got to be better. I would think. Um, yeah, I mean, Gr- Granger barely played in 2018. He got a little bit of time in 2019. Uh, didn't play at all in the COVID year. I, I'm I'm not sure. Maybe he sat out. I don't know. Uh, but it can, he's old. He's old, but he's not all that experienced because he hasn't played a ton. So last year was key, and it wasn't all bad last year. Uh, he look. He threw 19 touchdowns to four interceptions. Yeah. He, but he was kind of more of a, a of a game manager. Uh, you know, he was below 60% completion percentage. You definitely want to see improvement there. And, uh, and you want to see him throw for more yards for sure. But especially with that strong running game, there's no reason why the passing game can't make improvement and get better. Definitely. For sure. Uh, defensively, Nate Fuqua, hey, he's got, he's doing a solid job, but once again, I would argue they got to get a lot better in a certain area. If they want to contend for a Sunbelt championship. They're 76 in scoring defense a year ago, 47th against the run, which is pretty good. The flaw, they're 109th against the pass. That has to improve. 83rd in total defense. Um, they do get six starters back on defense, and uh, it's interesting here. They run the 3 4, uh, so or the, a 3 4, so they only have one starter back on the defensive line. That's Javon Dennis at the defensive end spot. That's a little a little worrisome. Uh, however, they're bringing back two of four linebackers led by Jordan uh, Vanizali, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, and three of four back in the secondary led by All Conference safety uh, Antovius Lane. Um, I, if the D line can do something, I feel like the the rest of the defense is is pretty sound. Yeah, I mean, I, you know. It, Overall, they return 80% of their defensive production, which is 22nd best in the country. So that's a very good thing to see. Last year, they finished second best overall in the Sun Belt, which is pretty decent. But, you know, they really feasted on the weaker opponents while the, the, the better opponents on their schedule just really opened it up and they had a hard time slowing them down. App, Army, and Coastal all scored 40 plus 
and then UNC dropped 59 on them. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's room for improvement here. The defense needs to step up. Georgia state is a contender to win the Sun Belt, but that can only happen if the defense improves. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I want to talk transfer portal um, and, and what they're doing there in a second and go game by game on the schedule and, and look at what Vegas expects from the Panthers in 2022. But first I got to get us paid the Georgia state Panthers, 2022 college football preview series on the college football experience is presented by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets, bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy and sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. We just relaunched our merch store where you can get all your favorite SGPN gear. You can even get a real money Kramer jigsaw puzzle. Uh, so go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and check out all the fun we got going over there. We're also brought to you by Dave. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about uh, Dave Thomas. Although, shout out to Dave Thomas, too. He didn't cut corners when it came to burgers. Uh, yeah, I think you could argue the same with Dave. All right. Yes. Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. Uh, that's, that's more money to, to, I mean, do everything, fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills. Cause let's be honest, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can really be stressful, you know, when unexpected expenses come up. All right. Now, Dave, what Dave can do is help you out in a pinch when you really need it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, this thing is pretty, pretty clever. I like this thing here. There's no interest or no credit check needed. And uh, I'm telling you, this is a win for everybody. Millions of people have, uh, have already downloaded the Dave app to get their financial relief. They need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need, need some extra help, good. Give old Dave a download. All right. Uh, Download Dave app from the app store right now. That's D A V E sign up for extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees. Apply banking approved by evolve member FDIC. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN Studios, we use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IPVanish.com slash S G P. All right. We are back talking Panther football. I love it. I love it. I can't wait for this season to kick off. I love some Sunbelt fun belt. I thought their additions that they did in the off season, adding Marshall, adding Southern miss, adding old dominion, adding James Madison. I think they're all fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and say the Sunbelt gets college football. They understand it. NC Nick. When's ECU coming over? I need East Carolina to hop in. I'm thinking Western Kentucky might make sense because they got a passionate fan base. All right, just passionate fan bases. Don't don't like give it. us 
Don't give us some nonsense that just got, you know, all those teams they have can, can bring in fans. So I like it. I like it. But the transfer portal, it's interesting. Cause uh, you know, Sean Elliott is a uh, Jerry Moore guy, legendary Appalachian state head coach who knocked off Michigan in uh what was that? Oh, six, maybe if I had to guess there, oh, seven. Right? Oh, six. Uh he doesn't really believe in the transfer portal. I mean, yes, he's bringing in a few guys, but so, so he brought in, I think the big one was during the season last year, he brought in quarterback Keelan Brown from Memphis. I think that is one that could end up being their future, but he also brought in recently quarterback, Steven Kudruski, uh from Yukon where he won a national championship up there in new Haven or stores or wherever the hell. Um, also brought an offensive tackle Bryson Broadway from Eastern Illinois. Hey, Tony Romo and Jimmy Garoppolo went there. Maybe, maybe there's uh maybe they're tapping into the Eastern Illinois uh, firepower there. Also brought in cornerback Cody Jones from UMass. And those are the only four players that were added to the team over the past year. Don't um, forget. I mean, there's a lot of returning. So there, there wasn't that many holes to fill. There wasn't that many open scholarships. Probably. I still think they lost the transfer portal and I'm going to get to my point in a second here because linebacker Zachary Dixon is in the portal. He has not landed yet, but uh, linebacker Kyle Wright, he is now, I believe at Tennessee tech um, edge rusher, TJ Smith still in the portal wide receiver. Cornelius McCoy is at Eastern Kentucky. Now um, this is the one that I think really hurt Sam Pinckney, their wide receiver, starting wide receiver from a year ago, transferred yeah. to coastal Carolina. So they weren't giving him the, the pill enough. And he says, you know what? I'm going to go over that teal turf. You hang out with those mullet crazed fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, well, you know, Georgia state's a run heavy offense. So uh, you know, I do like Pickney. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see him go to a, a, a interdivisional team, but coastal will sling the rock around a bit more. I mean, Pickney, yeah, he caught 27 balls for over 300 yards, just one touchdown a season ago, but I do like him. I, I think, I think he will be missed. And uh, obviously Georgia state is going to be looking to bolster that passing attack. So a uh, little bit of a hole here, a little bit of a, a, yeah. of a vacancy. I mean, they charted at one sixty fifth or uh, in, in the incoming transfer portal. They also, I should key in on Herman McCray tight end still in the portal um, cornerback Cameron Sims. I believe he had it headed out to Mercer. Now this is another one here. Long snapper, Colin Westfeld to Troy in in conference. These are blows um, <laughs> defensive end. Miles Dickens to Northwestern state Cornelius Brown. They're starting quarterback on opening day last year. He is now at UT Martin, the Skyhawks and uh cornerback Tyler Gore followed him as well. They also lost Destin Coates, their running back. And I remember Destin Coates being a pretty good running back. I played him in DFS. He went to Florida a and M and uh, they don't need him though with, with Greg and Williams there. So, you know, Understandable. And then they lost kicker Jake Marion to Elon, safety Chris Bacon to Bowling Green, and safety Lamar Mullins to Florida AM. I think they lost the transfer portal. That's fair. Fair enough. I mean, I think when you look at a lot of the transfers, there are people that, that weren't getting minutes and they transferred down to lower competition. They they transferred to FCS. Uh yeah, there was a couple of the guys like Pickney the guy that went to Troy. So yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's fair to say they lost it, but I don't think it's going to have that great of an, of an impact on the team. True. True. I agree. 
So uh, Las Vegas, if, you sw- if you're watching on YouTube right now, subscribe to the college football experience on YouTube or wherever podcasts can be found. Shout out to the SGPN graphics team because I don't have to reveal the win total. And by the way, we're breaking down all 131 teams. So if you're curious uh, how Georgia Southern, how the Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia Tech, whatever, it's all out there. And if not, it's coming soon. Um, seven and a half wins is what Las Vegas is projecting from the Panthers, NC Nick. On first reaction, now last year in the regular season, they only won seven games. The bowl game does not count. On your win total, they were seven yeah. and five a year ago. They bring back a ton of production, a senior quarterback, a good run game, four or five offensive linemen. But the Sun Belt East is a lot harder, and that's so, that's where it gets tricky. So, so shall we hop into the schedule and try to forecast the Panthers this year? We sh- we shall. Let's do it. Week one. Oh man. I can't wait for this game. I I am low key excited for this one. Saturday, <laughs> September third. You got to remember, Sean Elliott was the interim coach at South Carolina and not retained. That's not right. retained. The last two times they've played an SEC opponent, they have shown up. They're one and one, but they were they were there to play some serious ball. They get to take on Spencer Rattler. Unfortunately uh, for Spencer, the vegan menu in Columbia, South Carolina, probably not thriving <laughs> from restaurant to restaurant. Uh, I think it is a benefit of getting South Carolina early with all of those new faces there. They're probably not going to be as sharp week one as they, they will be in October, November. Oh man, please win this game. George state, please <laughs> win this game. Please win this game. I, there, there, I put it what like this. Th- have you seen a line? I, I haven't seen a line yet. You, what, do you, I, what do you think it's going to be like South Carolina minus 10? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even more. Cause the hype yeah. with all, with all Rattler and, and um, the stud tight end from Oklahoma, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Stogner uh, was a Stogner, yeah. I believe. And uh, Bill Smith from Wake Forest. Yeah. I mean, they, they did kill it. The transfer portal, but um, I think this could be a game. Um I mean, I, I think you got to take South Carolina, but I mean, I think this is going to be, I would not surprise me at all. If Georgia state's winning with five minutes left in the fourth. Yeah. I'm excited for it, man. I think it's gonna be a fun game and yeah, you know, and we move along to week two, because I think, I do think the Panthers get one of these first two games. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know what? I'll meet you there. At first I was thinking, I don't know, but I mean, Carolina dropped a huge number on them a year ago, but that was in chapel Hill. Now Carolina has got to come down to Atlanta. I know they've been recruiting really well, but Mac Brown, he's like 75. Um, Sam we, Howell, no longer there, obviously. Oh man. I think this is, I, I say uh, they win one of these. I say but they they're going to be dogs in both. They're going to be dogs in both. I mean, look, they could lose. Yeah. It was 59, 17 last year. They could easily be Owen two and still have a very nice season. But uh, I'm kind of high on Georgia State here. I say they win one of them, and if I had to pick one, I, I'd lean to that home game versus the Tar Heels. Interesting. The one one. I'll join you. Then they get the Charlotte 49ers. Big year for Will Healy and the Charlotte 49ers. I think Georgia State's ahead of them. I think Georgia State beats them. But yeah, I do expect Chris Reynolds to be slinging that rock all over the field. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, yeah, Georgia State won this twenty to nine last year. Uh, 28, nothing in 2017, Charlotte's a solid football program, but Georgia state's at home and they're just a better team right now. So, and once again, you know, 
Georgia State, give them credit for scheduling tough in the non-conference. If your game is uh, versus Charlotte is your easiest game, yeah. you're doing a pretty good job yeah, as a Seriously. Team. Uh so two and one potentially. I gotta think long and hard about this, but and their first four games against Carolina schools. Uh short week, Thursday night. They are hosting the Coastal Carolina shot declares in Atlanta. Now, Georgia State, didn't they win in Conway last they, year? They did 42 to 40. They're actually three and two all time against the Chanticleers. And, and, and by the way, go listen to our coastal Carolina. Pre- I almost, I gotta, I almost feel like I need to listen to it. Cause I, I don't, I think I took Georgia state, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. And, uh, and the Charlotte preview is out there too. So, yeah. um, yeah, to be fair, we should mention the 2020 game where coastal won 51, nothing. Yeah. Because yeah, but still, I mean, it's coastal a tough lost, schedule, man. It is coastal I, lost a lot, and once again, this game is in Atlanta. I'm gonna say three and one. I'm gonna say three and one. But the very next week, they go to West Point. Go listen to our Army preview. I'm on Army. Army's gonna beat them. Army uh, they, whooped they, their they ass Army last, last year, year yeah. forty-three to ten. And you don't uh, get, they had a month of prep for the option then. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think this is a game they lose. Uh, but still, if you, if you finish those five games at three and two, I think you're, you're, you're looking pretty. If you're, if you're holding an over ticket, if they're uh, two and you, three, should you feel good? I, I wouldn't be nervous yet, but that's, you know, cause look, they have some tough games on the back on the, on the second half. Also La- last year, all their tough games with the exception of Louisiana was in the first six games. And then they had kind of an easy slate. The second six, not quite the case here. The schedule is tougher this year, but I still think at two and three, you can still have hope of hitting it over. Well, after this, they get a little rivalry game NC Nick. Now they traditionally say the week after playing a triple option team, your teams normally get, get kind of get, kind of get their ass whooped. Um, they get they get their rivals after a triple option game. Uh and speaking of which, trip Georgia Southern ditching the triple option with Clay Helton coming in. I got Georgia State winning this. Fuck Georgia Southern. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, I know you're hating on Georgia Southern this year and uh, Georgia State has won the last two, especially in the transition year. Georgia State has this. So I got them now at what is that? 4, four and 4 and 2. 4 and 2 they get a bye week. They need this bye week because it's a home homecoming for old Sean Elliott as he travels to Kid Brewer Stadium. We've been to the stadium. This state is fantastic. Um, App State's going to win this game. Yeah, I mean uh, Georgia State is actually winless, zero and eight against App. So uh, yeah, I mean, look, Sean Elliott's done a great job, but he hasn't been able to beat the school where he played defensive line at. Uh, and I don't know if it's going to happen this year either. This this series has been lopsided. There's been some ugly games. I think this year is closer, a lot closer. But you got to lean app here. Then uh, that makes some that makes them four and three for me. Yeah. And then they host Old Dominion, the Monarchs. Look, Ricky Ronnie was great in year one, way ahead of schedule. Everyone had him one and eleven. Got him to a bowl game in year one, bringing in some nice transfers. I got Georgia State, but watch out. I think ODU is better than what they, what people think. No, for sure. I mean, not only do they bring in some nice transfers, but their quarterback returns as does a 1000 yard rusher and a 1000 yard receiver. 
ODU is going to make some noise. They're going to beat one or two teams that people don't expect this year. Uh, ODU schedule is, is very, very difficult. We'll do their preview once we get to, O, you know, alphabetically. Uh, so they're going to struggle to make a bowl game. Uh, they made a bowl game last year, but they are a very good team, but still, I think Georgia state's just a little bit ahead of them right now. And it's at home. Give me Georgia state. I'll, I'll, I'll join you, but it, five and three Southern miss in uh, the next week on Saturday, November 5th, they're at Southern miss in Hattiesburg. And look, I get it. Southern miss, you know, last year you look at their season, say three and nine, but that was Will Hall's first year. All right. Three and nine. I thought they got, if you look, they won their final two games and I thought they turned a little bit of a corner. They, they played UTSA pretty damn good. This is a dangerous game for them. This is a dangerous game. I think Will Hall is a good hire. I think it's gonna yeah. like he's a Willie Fritz guy. I think it's gonna work out. I don't know that it's this year, but I think this could be a a, a potential dangerous game because another thing is the fans do come out for these games. Yeah, um, I, I think what we're gonna find with Southern Miss in the Sun Belt is it's gonna be a very tricky road trip. Uh, you know, f- for the teams in the West that play against them every year or the teams, you know, from the East that get them periodically. Uh, it's just not an easy road trip. It's going to be a difficult place to play, but uh, you know, broken record here. I think Georgia state is ahead of them as a program right now. And I think they can handle this road trip, especially with a pretty experienced team. 24, 21. Watch out for Frank Gore jr. Though he can play. He can play. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. See, I think this is the problem with this schedule here. Uh, so I, I'll go. I, I Georgia State escapes, but they then then they host ULM, and I thought Terry Bowden, <laughs> I thought he did an amazing job in year one, considering how bad ULM was the year before. If you watch them for week in week out, we had a, a keen eye for them because uh, uh, Patty C locked up the over and and cashed in on ULM. We had him on the TV every week here at the SGPN studios, and I was really impressed with their progress. I mean, they, they played LSU and Louisiana really close. The final two games of the season, uh, actually their last four games of the season, really, they were in every game. They lost all four, but I do think, I mean, this team upset Liberty last year with Malik Willis. They upset Troy. They beat Deion Sanders and Jackson state. Um, watch out, man. I think these games are awesome every week. I mean, this is why I'm so excited about the new sunbelt. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia state, but I'm telling you out of those three, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those teams upset them. You know, I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. I I think maybe the only conference gimme on their schedule, I want to say Georgia Southern, but that's such a, I mean, that's a big rivalry where those games, those games have always been close. I think this year with the changes in Statesboro, that's probably the case. Uh, But I, I don't talk this up as a gimme. No. I have Georgia State winning. I have them getting to seven wins here, right? Because we're seven and three. Yes, uh, uh, but it, it could be a close game. It could be closer than expected. I'll join you on the seven and three, but I, I, we'll see here because now they go to Bridgeforth Stadium when you know this place will be packed. Harrisonburg, Virginia, to take on the JMU Dukes. Guess what, buddy? I got JMU winning this. So uh, the last two games are back-to-back road trips at JMU at Marshall. They're going to drop one of those. 
I think they drop. They're going to win one of them. Both. I got them losing so, both. I have winning one of them. I have an eight and four record. I have an over. And if I'm not mistaken, there's pretty nice plus juice on an over. What is what's win bet saying right now? Uh, Last time me, I looked, it was plus one thirty. I should have had that prepared. I do not, but I am loading it up as we speak. But man, so you have them seven and five. I think I gotta play the under because I. I mean, I'm also taking them to beat Carolina, well, either North Carolina or South Carolina. It's a tough schedule, man. Um, it, it's a very tough schedule. It is. I mean, look, I like I mentioned. I think like th- those games against Old Dominion and stuff. I don't know that I feel amazing about uh, about that situation. So yeah, it's plus one thirty on the over. See, I love I love getting that extra juice. And was it, pl- it was minus one fifty on the under? Yeah, but I mean, so if you're if you're actually gonna bet it, do you feel that good about an under where you're you're willing to lay uh, minus one fifty? I think I do. Really? Just because? See, I just- think. I think they just need to go two and two out of conference. So I mean, yeah, we had them beating UNC, but we also had them losing to Army. Uh, I think it's but it's Army important that they their go ass last year. I mean, UNC yeah. did too. We're just gonna have them going one and one when both teams smoked them last year. Good point. I mean, it's a good point. You know, I I just think they're a, be- a a better team now. They're a different team with Darren Granger at quarterback. We saw that. Uh, I'm kind of high on the Panthers. Maybe I'm higher than most here, but I, I, I see a plus one thirty, and that sounds pretty attractive to me. Before I dove into the schedule, like I, I'm high on them too, but I also yeah. know the Sun Belt is a lot better now, as For we're sure. seeing. Like they, unfortunately, they don't get Arkansas State, who I think might be the weakest team, or South Alabama, or Texas State. Yeah, or Texas State. Like they get. I know ULM's been a doormat, but I actually think they're headed in the right direction. But uh, uh, well, at the same time, getting ULM and Southern Miss from the West isn't bad. At least they dodge Louisiana, dude. But they go to—I mean, every one of their away games is going to be live. Like, yeah. look, look at their away game. at South Carolina. That place will be lit. At Army, that place sells out. That—that's going to be fine. At App State on a on a Wednesday, that's going to be lit. At Southern Miss, you know those fans show out. At JMU and at Marshall, th- those all those places the fans show up. It's going to be fun, man. That's why, I mean, yeah, you said the same thing. That's why we can't wait to watch Sunbelt this year. Cause there's gonna be so many great environments. There should be a, a ton of great games and this is a tough schedule. Uh, I like, I'm going to lean over. Will I actually bet it? Probably not just cause I think there's better bets out there. Check out uh, my Sunbelt East win total column on the sports gambling podcast network. Uh, where I go into more depth on some of these teams here, but I'm going to go over, give me plus one thirty. Just, I'm not, you know, Uber confident where I'm going to go out and actually bet it probably. Yeah. I'm on the under and I think I feel decent about it mainly really? because mainly because I just think it's a terror. It's a, it's a really tough schedule and like even getting Georgia's, I think the worst team on the schedule is Georgia Southern, right? But they get them in a tough spot right after they get yeah. army. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, what if they if they lose if they start out zero and two, then I, I pretty much have cashed my ticket if if everything goes uh, well, you know the you way. You also I, had them losing to at JMU and at Marshall. They can win one of those. They can win both of them. No, I I want to make a wager. They will not win both of those games. I'll, I'll make a wager. They win Dude, one of you them. You know how cold Huntington, West Virginia is on November 26th. <laughs> Even Harrisonburg on November 19th. You were the guy saying that you're not uh, buying into to Huff and, and Marshall up there. 
True, but I also know cold weather wins games in November. Well, uh, look, hey, strong run game, strong run defense. That's a recipe for winning football in, you know, uh bad weather. They are not going to win both those, man. There's there's not, I don't I I have one on one. I even think that's being being uh you know, I mean, look, Huff, I don't think he's no Doc Holiday, but it's not like they were awful last year. I mean, they were 7 and 6. They easily, I mean, ECU beat them, but ECU came back down 21 to win that game. They lost to, they I'm lost actually, to, dude, they lost to App State by 1. They lost to Middle Tennessee by 6. They lost to UAB by 7. They only got blown out of one game all last year. I'm actually higher on Marshall than you are. Uh, so if I had to pick, I think Georgia State beats James Madison, and I think they lose to Marshall. Wow, coming at the Dukes, Patty. Where's Patty C when you need him, folks? <laughs> uh, all right, look, I'm I'm on the under. I'm rooting for Georgia State. I know they they treated me well last year on the over, but I'm not gonna go with my heart play on this one. I'm gonna go with the brain. Gonna trust the brain. All right, the old, the old noggin. Uh, subscribe to the College Football Experience, folks, because we're breaking out all 131. FBS teams with a solo podcast, like we do every year for, for every single team in the land. Uh, and like I said, subscribe on YouTube and look, give us a five-star review. I'm sick of this nonsense. All right. Get over there and give us a five-star review and get this. If you do take a screenshot, show me that screenshot. We'll send you a college experience t-shirt. If you're on YouTube, just like that pennant there. All right. Um, we will, we'll send that out to you. Get, uh, the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. I had to mention him cause he's JMU. Uh, NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football. We are the college football experience. If I could talk, it'd be great. Uh, we also host the college basketball experience. And I know, I know we made some money on the Georgia state Panthers covering against Gonzaga week uh, or the first game of the NCAA tournament. Georgia state keeps a good program back to the Ron Hunter days. Especially the second half of last year, they were rolling. Yeah. So subscribe because we got you covered talking Panther basketball and the college basketball experience. Um, and what else do we got going? Uh, look, subscribe to all of our stuff. All right. We just we host a USFL gambling podcast. That season just came to an end. But our whole channel, the sports gambling podcast, they're already doing NFL props, NFL futures. If you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, if you're whoever, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, get check out that. You're gonna love it. I mean, right now the MLB gambling podcast thriving. We're in Atlanta here. Come on, the Atlanta Braves. Come on, subscribe to the MLB gambling podcast. Subscri- we subscribe to the college baseball experience that I host with Noah Beanick. Subscribe to the what else is going on? Golf gambling podcast. We're in Georgia. We could talk golf. <laughs> uh, uh, soccer. We got the World Cup coming. Soccer gambling podcast. Is that See coming ya? this summer? Uh, this winter. This, this November. Winter. Cause it's in like Dubai or something. They couldn't do it in the summer. Cause no human Smart. on earth should be <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, subscribe to all that MMA gambling podcast. We got you covered CFL Canadian football league going on as we speak. Uh, so check out all that stuff. I think you'll dig all the content and uh, yeah, uh, I'm on the under NC Nick's on the, over. the over. Oh man. This is the college football experience, Georgia State Panther style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. <laughs> <laughs>